The futility of the life without Christ is glaringly obvious to the born again. I was only born again for about two or three years when a very good friend called me. His father, who had just recently given his heart to Christ, died very unexpectedly. Just before what was to be a routine medical procedure, my friend's father said to him, Son, if I don't come out of this alive, ask Dave Pavlovich to bury me. I was shocked and intimidated by the request. I was not an ordained minister at that time and had never officiated a funeral. Of course, I said yes to my friend's father's last wish. The day of the funeral was a cold, overcast winter day. As I drove to the funeral home, my attention was drawn to the smoke puffing out of the chimneys in family homes of the community. I felt instructed by God to tell the people that our lives are like smoke. Like smoke, our lives are of a very short duration. God's word compares this life to a vapor in James chapter five, uh, four, excuse me, verse fourteen. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, and then vanisheth away. At the end of the service, with every head bowed and every eye closed, I asked that whomever in the room wanted to make their peace with God do so by a show of hands. Three hands raised, and they were the children of the deceased brother. On that particular day, at a 1% death rate, about 192,000 people died. The dead ranged from those who died at birth to the very aged, and in all cases, all 192,000 lives were like a vapor. One day, we all exit this life and arrive at the judgment, and there we will meet our deeds. Dear visitor, have you yet to be born again, as Jesus declares to Nicodemus in John 3, 3? Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In just a moment, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt, and if you do, everything changes today. Today you will become a son or daughter of God. Today, all your sin and its shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Today, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken, no matter how daunting they appear. Today, your eternal soul is in your own hand, and eternity hinges on your next decision. Today, you will choose life or death. Here is the simple prompt I promised. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis 1, verse 1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Exodus, chapter 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said, John, chapter 8, 42 through 45, Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God, neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye not understand my speech, even because ye cannot hear my word? Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. 
He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. Man said, I'm living the dream. Who needs your Jesus or the Bible? Take a hike, God. Wait, what did the doctor say? I have two weeks to live? Oh, God, save me, save me. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1,144, that will for the 1,144th time certify the bona fides of God's holy word. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and as a platform from which to reconcile the lost sons and daughters of Adam unto God. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for coming. May God's peace and joy be multiplied unto you. Satan is a deep and dark master of negotiations. His minions push forward with twenty egregious steps of evil, which produce shock and angst in the conservative circles, of which the church represents a large percentage of its numbers. The conservatives sound the alarm and push the devils back ten steps and shout victory, when the remaining ten steps were Satan's actual goal. The evil is soon normalized and shortly enters the world's churches in the name of unconditional love, tolerance, or cloaked in some other ecle ecle <laughs> excuse me, ecclesiastical garb. This is the devil's spirit of gradualism. These are the very last days, and wickedness must wax worse and worse. Second Timothy three twelve and 13. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Daniel prophesies of the spiritual condition of the world just prior to God's global judgment in chapter 8, verse 23. And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. God said uh, this concerning the end in Matthew 24, verse 37. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. In Noah's day, wickedness had reached the full. Genesis 6, 5, and 6, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. The prophet Isaiah speaks of the maturing of evil and prophesies that the wicked will call evil good, and good evil. Isaiah five twenty through 23. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink, which justify the wicked for reward and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. These are the last days. Absolute absurdity is embraced as truth, and the truth is shunned and banned from public discourse. A few examples follow. 
Evolution has replaced God and his Bible as the creator and governor of all, and foolishness, lust, and perversions rule. During the 1960s and 1970s, universities, a hotbed of abominations, promoted the idea of free sex and open-ended marriages. According to evolution, pronounced evolution by the British, we are simply animals anyway. Divorce and broken homes became a pandemic. Fornication and alcohol consumption are glorified by Hollywood, the advertising industry, and society at large. The promotion of virginity and sobriety is long gone. Homosexuality, once considered a crime against society in much of the U.S., has come out of the closet, and those who have resisted have taken its place. Homosexuality is promoted as an acceptable lifestyle, and now men legally marry men and women legally marry other women. They can adopt children and collect government benefits and more. What God calls an abomination has entered the mainstream and the world's churches. LGBTQ123 groups together under one ever-growing acronym, a host of last-day satanic bondages. Today, the question has become, am I a boy or a girl, or which bathroom should I use? Those who claim gender dysphoria are being medically attended to and can become someone else. In early January 1923, world leaders gathered in Davos and left with two major takeaways. One, the promotion of global climate agenda, and two, support for the LGBTQ123 movement. Evil has become good. Those who dare to stand with the Word of God in these matters are quickly sidelined and silenced in the main concourse of global dialogue. No divine foot can be allowed in the door. Naturalism must resist, no matter how ridiculous their claim sounds. And it sounds ridiculous. There was a big bang that occurred out of nothing, and from nothing, here we are. The article titled, titled Building a Human Body, Jesus Christ Amazing Engineering, published in the January-February 2023 issue of Action Facts, will make the absurdity of the theory of evolution ever so obvious. The author is Dr. G. Brewer, professor of biomedical engineering at the University of California, Irvine. He earned his Ph.D. in biology at the University of California, San Diego. Much of the feature follows. When Charles Darwin formulated his theory of evolution, he appealed to the logic of ancestry, the evident diversity of species, and the magic of time. We understand that time changes things. However, how could even eons of time account for the great complexity of the human body, not to mention how multiple organs all work together to operate that body? Our orchestrated metabolism depends on the preexistence of thermodynamically isolated membrane compartments bounded by lipid bilayer envelopes containing thousands of ingredients necessary for life. Join me in amazement at Jesus Christ engineering accomplishments in these 30 design requirements to build a human body. For most of these systems, damage or loss is lethal. They all must function together for human life to continue. 30 Steps to Build a Body Number 1. Design the basics of life, namely DNA to mRNA to protein, lipid membrane compartments, and basic components, 
five kinds of nucleic acids, 20 kinds of amino acids, a variety of five and six carbon carbohydrates, and oxidation reduction chemical energy sources just for starters. Number two, design their arrangement for structural support, catalytic activity, information, modulation, motor functions, and signaling. Number three, assemble materials in working order. Random trial and error doesn't work. For human DNA, that's 23 chromosome pairs for a total of 6.4 million bases or letters. This genetic code in each cell of our body codes for about 30,000 proteins, but only a subset of these is expressed in each type of cell. This controlled expression is highly regulated by continuous environmental tracking that activates or deactivates regulatory RNAs, control proteins, and epigenetic marks to control reading DNA. Proteins range in size from about 30 amino acids to 3,000 amino acids, but each must be placed in just the right order for proper function. There are more ways to arrange 20 amino acids into a single protein than there are grains of sand on earth. Not enough time has passed since life started for chance to have arranged them into a single functional enzyme. And 10,000 of these proteins need to work together for a single cell to function. Scientists are still trying to discover how all this is possible. Number four, provide precisely applied energy to assemble these intricate biochemical materials into functional systems, sunlight, chemical energy-reducing sugars like glucose, oxidation reduction sources, oxygen, and carbon dioxide. Number five, locate or create an environment for readily available materials, food for carbon and nitrogen sources, air with just the right 21% oxygen, water, and minerals. Number six, design repair systems, DNA repair, oxidized protein repair, and lipid repair. Number seven, design systems in every cell for replacement of damaged parts, including recycling and disposal. Number eight, design sensory systems that detect toxic environments to avoid. Number nine, Design sensory systems in the tongue and nose to seek energy sources and continued supply of nutrients for growth. Number 10. Design and implement systems for environmental tracking of nutrients, hormones, sunshine, dangers, and interpersonal interactions with other people. Number 11. Build in chemical and electrochemical control systems that adjust heart and respiratory rate to variable energy demands. Number 12. Design control systems to regulate smooth muscle tissue and vascular, digestive, secretory, respiratory, gustatory, and reproductive systems. 13. Design control systems for skeletal muscle flex, uh, flexion, extension, and stretch sensation uh, include pain sensors to avoid damage. 14. Design epigenetic control systems for individual organ development and daily function from the same DNA instruction set using continuous environmental tracking of light, nutrient consumption, hormonal status, thirst, temperature, pressure, CO2, and oxygen levels. Number 15. Design an olfactory system 
for sensation and discrimination of food, toxins, pheromones, fire, and their interpretation. Number 16, design a vascular system with a heart pump to supply oxygen and CO2 exchange through the lungs. Design uptake systems in the stomach and intestines to acquire and distribute glucose, amino acids, fats, vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients. Include adaptable growth to expand and branch to reach every part of the body and enlarge with exercise. Include a blood clotting cascade to plug leaks that arise from injury. Fill the blood vessels with new red blood cells made every day in the bone marrow. Fill the red blood cells with hemoglobin protein to carry oxygen throughout the body. Ensure the vascular system reaches every oxygen-demanding part of the body. Number 17. Design kidneys to filter out waste and retain minerals in the blood and to fix the pH for reliable chemical reactions throughout the body. 18. Design a liver to detoxify the blood and add fresh protein carriers of lipids, vitamins, iron, and copper. Number 19. Design a digestive system to break down complex foods into simple amino acids, sugars, and fats, and to extract needed minerals and vitamins. Include specialized teeth and a tongue for the sense of taste. Number 20. Design lungs with the right surface-to-volume ratio and proximity to blood vessels for uptake of oxygen and release of CO2. Connect the blood supply inlet from the heart and exits to the intestines for nutrient absorption and to supply the high oxygen demand of the brain. Provide autonomic nerve control of respiratory rate from the brain based on oxygen and CO2 levels. Number 21. Build a visual system with a lens to focus light on a retina for both black and white and color vision. Include an iris aperture adjustment to control the amount of light entering the system over 46 f-stops for detection over the range from one millionth of a candela per square meter to 100 million candelas per square meter. Process and Categorize whole images to identify objects, remember episodes, read emotions on people's faces, and read letters, words, and understand concepts. 22. Design human vocal cords in a larynx with tongue and lips to synthesize speech and song controlled by the nervous system. Engineer a language acquisition protocol that builds a 50,000-word vocabulary and effortless, effortless choosing of subjects, verbs, and predicates. Number 23. Design a brain auditory system to understand speech. Track one voice in a noisy gathering, appreciate music, and determine direction. Number 24. Create a vestibular system to enable upright posture, walking, and running without falling. Number 25. Provide skin to enclose an entire body, retain water, and repel invasion. Embed sensors for pain, temperature, and pressure for continuous environmental tracking. Number 26. Design an immune system to interface with and regulate microbes. Provide for continual monitoring that distinguishes self from non-self. Enable an adaptive response distributed over lymph nodes and made in the bone marrow and spleen with antibody protein combinations against over 10 billion potential targets. 
manufacture a second set of cellular responders and the thymus that dismantle infected cells. Number 27. Design and assemble a brain with 100 billion neurons and 100 trillion synapses, subdivided into numerous specialized subregions to process sensory information and exercise motor control for delicate and precise actions like brain surgery and piano concertos, plan activities, think abstractly, communicate, imagine, create, and love. 28. Build in learning and memory systems to optimize performance. 29. Design interpersonal communication systems that include speech, auditory perception, visual sensation and perception, emotions, and transgenerational communication by the written word. Number 30. Include the ability for supernatural communication of the human spirit with the Holy Spirit to share in some of God's wisdom and love. End of quote. Evolution. Psalms 14.1. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. One of the last day's signs that this world is perched on the ledge of disaster is a global spirit of strong delusion that will result in the believing of lies. Second Thess- Thessalonians, excuse me, chapter 2, verse 2 through 12. that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things? And now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness and them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned to believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Several excerpts from Dr. Grant Jeffrey's book, Creation, follow that will expose the absurdity of today's god of the lie known as evolution. Dr. Michael Denton, a researcher in human molecular genetics, also wrote about the intricate protein synthesis apparatus that exists in everything that lives. It is astonishing to think that this remarkable piece of machinery which possesses the ultimate capacity to construct every living thing that ever existed on earth, from a giant redwood to the human brain, can construct all its own components in a matter of minutes and weigh less than 10 to the 16th grams, it is of the order of several thousand million million times smaller than the smallest piece of functional machinery constructed by man. 
Sir Fred Hoyle, the famous astronomer and physicist, makes a very striking observation about the evolutionary theory of the accidental origin of life in his book, The Intelligent Universe. Hoyle wrote, The chance that higher life forms might have emerged in this way by coincidence is comparable with the chance that a tornado sweeping through a junkyard might assemble a Boeing 747 from the materials herein. Dr. Richard Lee Wanton, a prominent evolutionist from Harvard University, confesses to the fact that it is unyielding prejudice and bias against the supernatural that is the true nature that causes many scientists to reject special creation out of hand. Lee Wanton says, It is not that the methods and institutions of science somehow compel us to accept a material explanation of the phenomenal world, but on the contrary, that we are forced by our a priori adherence to material causes to create an apparatus of investigation and a set of concepts that produce material explanations, no matter how counterintuitive, no matter how mystifying to the uninitiated. Moreover, the materialism is absolute, so we cannot allow a divine foot in the door. In other words, it is not the evidence that forces scientists to insist on an evolutionary explanation for life. It is their strong prejudice against supernatural creation. American microbiologist Homer Jacobson wrote about the absolute impossibility that the multitude of materials and conditions could ever have come together to produce life without the intervention of supernatural design, Jacobson writes. The complete directions for the reproduction of plants for energy and the extraction of parts from the current environment, for the growth sequence and for the effect for mechanism uh, translating instructions into growth, all had to be simultaneously present at the moment when life began. This combination of events has seemed an incredibly unlikely happenstance and has often been ascribed to divine intervention. Scientists were astonished to discover that the entire genetic information required to build a human body, to repair it, and to reproduce it is contained in a DNA molecule that weighs less than several billionths of an ounce. In fact, it has been calculated that all of the one billion DNA molecules necessary to form every one of the approximately one billion separate aquatic, animal, and plant species that now exist or ever have existed on Earth could be compacted, into an object the size of one grain of salt. The smallest cell in your body is composed of over 50 billion atoms, arranged into more than 100 different proteins, together with a staggering amount of genetic information encoded into the DNA and RNA that govern the cell's activities, nutrition, repair, and replication. The inescapable problem for the theory of evolution is that every one of these complex cell needs to be present for the cell to function at all. You can't start with part of this cell because everything is interrelated and necessary for the cell to function as a whole, end of quote. When confronted with the impossible odds of a big bang out of nothing and here we are, these pseudoscientists moved to their fallback position called panspermia which claims that we were all seeded from outer space. Now, this is, of course, true, 
because our Creator is not of this world. John chapter 8, verse 23, And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath, I am from above. Ye are of this world, I am not of this world. These are the very last days. Global and eternal judgment is imminent. The spirit of strong delusion prevails, and men will believe a lie. Seek God while he may be found. The door of the ark is closing, and there will be nowhere to hide. Visit further with Jesus if you are ready to make your decision for God. God said, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day, wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said, John eight forty two through 45. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech, even because ye cannot hear my word? Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. Man said, I'm living the dream. Who needs your Jesus or the Bible? Take a hike, God. Uh, uh, wait, wait, what did you say, doctor? I have two weeks to live? Oh, God, save me, save me. That's how it works, people. Now you have the record.